What up, what up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to the Spun Today podcast, the only podcast that is anchored in writing, but unlimited in scope. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz, and I appreciate you listening. This is episode 186 of the Spun Today podcast, and it is the third iteration of the Advice from Creatives for Creatives episode. The two previous episodes like this one, Advice from Creatives for Creatives number one and number two, were released on June 1st, 2017 and March 4th, 2021, respectively. If you're interested and you like this episode, feel free to go back and check those out. Now, what I do with these episodes is I take a bunch of different responses of sponsored day questionnaires that have been submitted. I clip them out of the shows that they were previously aired on, and I mash them together and share them here in one place for you, my fellow creatives, to get the most bang for your buck in terms of advice from creatives for creatives. Now, what is the Spun Today questionnaire? If you go to spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire, you're going to find five open-ended questions that each and every one of you listening right now can go to, check out, fill out your responses for each of the questions and submit them to me. What I then do, as you're going to see in this episode, is read and share your responses with the fellow listeners of the Spun Today podcast. We've had mainly writers uh, submit their their responses to the questionnaires, but we've had uh, painters as well, and it's really open to any and all creatives. It really is for any type of creative. I've uh, taken tips from there that I've implemented into my own writing, and I just think it's interesting and cool to kind of get like an insight into how other people work and how they approach their creative endeavors. Because we're all different, you know, sometimes there is overlap and similarities, but we also have our differences. I just find that fascinating. And like I say at the top of the page at sponsoraday.com forward slash questionnaire, if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? Somebody listening to this that's on the fence and that kind of has that like creative spirit, but is kind of stuck in a paralysis by analysis type of rut and doesn't know how to move forward or just start or begin and might be scared to might listen to this and say, Hey, you know what? That made sense. And that person that has already published a couple books says that they approach it in a way that I was kind of sort of thinking of approaching it, but I didn't know or think that that was the quote unquote right way to do it. Um, there is no right way. So, but in sharing your stories and, and stuff like that, and your responses to these questions, folks can see that and it might motivate them to, pursue their creative endeavors. Uh, Let me just read you the five questions that are covered within the sponsored questionnaire so you guys can have an idea of how it works. And then we'll jump right into it. The first question is, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created? If so, what was it? The second question is, what inspires you to write or create? The third question is, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? This could be anything from what you're currently reading, a show you're currently watching, or something that you're just experimenting with. The fourth question is, how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And lastly, the fifth question is, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And that's it. Then you have the option to remain anonymous if you don't want me to say who you are or plug your website and stuff like that. And then all submissions are shared, similar to how you can hear now, on a future free writing session episode of the Spun Today podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and get something from it. Before we jump into it, here is a very quick way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast if you so choose. You can support the Spun Today podcast by checking out my writing. You can go to spuntoday.com forward slash free writing and check out some of my free association writing, which is intended to be some cathartic free writing, but oftentimes doubles down as motivation for myself and others. At spuntoday.com forward slash short stories, you can read a bunch of the different short stories that I've written and actually listen to the audiobook versions of those short stories there as well. Another way you can help support my writing is by going to spuntoday.com forward slash books and checking out what I have in store for sale. Digital copies are available in all formats, whether it be Kindle, iBooks, or a different type of e-reader. You can also purchase paperback copies if that's your preferred reading method. Currently available, I have my nonfiction, Make Way For You, which is a collection of freely written thoughts, 
that were curated and put together as tips for getting out of your own way. Also available is my debut time travel novel titled Fractal. Again, go to sponsorday.com forward slash books to show your support. Fun today questionnaire response from fellow writer Steph Armstrong. Steph Armstrong, you guys can check out on Twitter. Her Twitter handle is at Steph, S-T-E-P-H, E-N-E, spelled E-E-E-N-I-E. So Stephanie, basically, with all the extra E's. And Stephanie has a free workbook for creatives that's coming out on the 27th. I'm assuming of this month of May. And it's called Find Your Flow, a quick start guide to getting your creativity back. So let's take a look and see what Steph had to say and to share with us by filling out the questionnaire. Question number one, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? If so, what was it? Steph wrote, I can't say I remember the details. I definitely remember writing some boy band fiction when I was in middle school for my friends. Sounds pretty cool. I uh, don't know exactly. I'm ashamed to say what any like fan fiction is. I was never into that. But my understanding is that it's, you know, pretty much just writing fiction and using the, in this case, like the boy band as like characters within your fiction. So I would, I'm assuming something to the effect of, oh, Justin Timberlake came to, you know, junior high school 210 and sang for us. And he pulled, picked me out of my sea of friends at the prom and I danced with him on stage and it was magical, blah, blah, blah. Like that type of thing. I'm assuming. It's cool to see like people's evolution though. Like different things that they used to be into. I mean, we all go through phases, right? Especially like in our preteen and teenage years and stuff like that. Me, for example, I can get just as motivated or just as into Eminem, Jay-Z, uh, Tribe, Cold Quest, whatever, as like back in the day when I was like in middle school actually or um, very early high school as I could get into truly madly deeply Savage Garden or uh, God Must Have Spent in Sync or sometimes Britney Spears, you know, like those types of songs, which... I probably shouldn't be admitting publicly, but whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> We're all uh, eclectic beings into a bunch of different types of things. All right, so let's go on to question number two. What inspires you to write or create? Steph responded, I'm a big believer in finding inspiration nearly everywhere. While bursts of inspiration can sometimes come from seemingly nowhere, that's not exactly accurate to say. Every moment of creativity has a source. At some point, a seed was planted. Anytime I catch myself saying, oh, or that's interesting, I make a mental note, or more often, an actual note, in my phone, on my hand, wherever. I'm never short of ideas. Whether or not those ideas are good ideas is up for debate. But in a general sense, I feel a compulsion to create. It's just a part of who I am. And when I deny that part, I feel its impact on my general mental health. So whether I have an idea that feels worth exploring or not, knowing this is vital to who I am and inspires me to keep moving forward. Very well said, and I couldn't agree more. Especially with the, the, a good takeaway for everybody listening, you know, fellow writers and stuff like that, because I hear way too often, and including uh, with myself, that, you know, you get ideas or, or you have a dream, or in the middle of the night you have an idea that, you know, quote unquote comes out of nowhere push it off to, oh, you know, I'll remember it. This is way too good of an idea or whatever. You know, even if it's not, like, if you don't have that immediate connection to it, you're like, oh, you know, I'll obviously remember this in the morning. Then morning comes or later on and poof, it's gone. And it doesn't come back. And that happens way too often. Don't let stuff like that go. Take Steph's advice and literally write it down. Write it on your phone. You know, there's a bunch of apps out there. Your phone comes with writing apps. You can download a bunch of free apps like day one that we've mentioned in the past on the podcast, Evernote. Scrivener has an app for your phone, which is not free, but um, I use it and it's pretty dope because if you, it works very easily and seamlessly with your Scrivener on your computer. You know, you update something to the computer, it pops up on your phone, like once you sync it, 
and you, it's literally like a button that you click that syncs it and vice versa. So like I write a lot on the train and I click sync when I come home on the, on the computer, everything that I updated, all my notes and stuff are on the computer as well. So it's pretty dope. But the point is write it down, write it even on your hand if necessary. I use like notebooks a lot and I heard an uh, Joe Rogan mentioning a different comic. I think it was Ari speaking about Ari Shafir, I believe it's and if it's a different comic, I apologize. But they were speaking about ideas, you know, the same exact topic and saying that their notebook is like a net for ideas. Now, I want to say it was actually Bill Burr or Russell Peters. Now, I don't know why. But anyway, the point is that they treat their notebook as like a net for ideas. So all the ideas that they have, whether good, bad, whatever, that that comes later. And it's also subjective. So who gives a fuck? All the ideas that you have, treat that notebook as like your net for ideas. You're just catching ideas. And by catching them, I mean writing them down. And you have them for later. That's it. You caught them. They're in your net. What you do with them thereafter is a separate process. But just in terms of pinning them down, write them down. The second part that was very interesting to me was the whole uh, part about uh, when you deny, you know, exercising your craft, it, you notice uh, an impact on your general mental health, which I was actually having a conversation about this with my wife recently. And she was like that. She sees me like more calm lately and 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 not as frustrated as I used to be or or like a snappy, etc. And I attributed that to um, three things meditating which i've i've actually been on a on my longest streak of um going on like two and a half months now uh, meditating every day for 10 minutes a day also to writing and podcasting because they're both like my outlets and i've said it before you know it's a way it's uh cathartic and therapeutic for me and i just get shit out and you're not as as wound up and you have like you have some place to expend that energy and it just it doesn't have to be you know some people in some people that manifests in going to the gym and and getting out that physical energy but that like mental energy you need like an outlet for that as well for me it's writing and podcasting so i definitely feel you on that all right question three what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and steph responded everything can come back around to writing in my experience but this ties back to my habit of actively seeking out inspiration or ideas in everything I do. I love checking out new modes of storytelling. ARG campaigns, I don't know what that is. Twine games, movies, television, serial fiction podcasts. My hobbies all revolve around storytelling in some sense. And that's pretty dope. Um, obviously, I'm into like movies and television and stuff like that also uh, on these uh, random rant episodes which are different from the the free writing episodes where I just focus on like writing pieces that I've done that I've written. The random rant episodes is where like I get into stuff like in this episode, uh, TV shows that I'm watching or or movies and like break them down. But I definitely get inspiration from them. That's why I'm like drawn to them. They inspire me to want to write better, want to strive to be better, want to, for example, now develop characters much more deeply in my stories i'm not sure what the arg campaigns are or twine games but again you know different strokes for different folks i definitely agree inspiration can and does come from any anything and everything that you do uh serial fiction podcasts um check out it's not necessarily serial fiction but it's serial i guess historical fiction historical account um and i mentioned it in episode I mentioned it in detail in episode 71, I want to say, of the podcast, or episode 70. Um, one of the recent podcasts uh, that I did stuff, check it out. I spoke about Bronzeville, uh, a podcast in detail, which might be something that you would be interested in if you're into a serial fiction podcast. Question number four. How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Steph responded, the only motivation I need these days is the reminder that nothing will change if I don't show up at the page and do the work. Brilliantly said. I couldn't agree more. It's uh, like the sentiment of Stephen Pressfield in The War of Art of fighting resistance and doing so by showing up. It's also a sentiment um, related by David McCullough in the clip that I played for you guys earlier 
where he said that you can only learn by doing it. Stephen King speaks of this as well in his book on writing. So I absolutely, absolutely couldn't agree more. And lastly, question number five. Do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And Steph responded, don't take the advice of others too seriously. We're all making it up as we go. And with that said, I can't say anything else. So, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, that's absolutely 100% true. One of the one of the main things that, that I realized early on and just um, before I started podcasting, now going on, well, like two and a half years, or before I started taking writing seriously um, for a couple years longer than that, was, you know, in listening to different interviews with different authors and and podcasters and stuff like that it's like a switch went off and i don't know if maybe everybody knows this and i was left out in the dark uh, longer than others um but in case you are still in that place realize that we're all just throughout life in general like we're all and i noticed this e- even at work also nobody has things all figured out they don't they are literally making it up as they go and and not just making it up out of thin air but like learning things as they go and learning different aspects to to their trade or whatever it is that they're trying to learn as they go and again you can only learn by doing it there's no set paths to to writing to podcasting to painting to to being an accountant to anything there's slight variations in each and every one of those fields and each of every one of the people within those fields everybody has a story and you just got to create your own Steph, thank you again very much for taking the time to fill out the Spontaneity questionnaire. If any other fellow writers or creatives would like to fill out their version of, feel free to go to spontaneity.com forward slash questionnaire. And again, you all can follow Steph on Twitter at Stephanie, spelled S-T-E-P-H-E-E-E-N-I-E. And remember that on the 27th of, I believe, May 2017, she has her workbook coming out, a workbook for creatives, which is free. And it's called Find Your Flow, a quick start guide to getting your creativity back. Travis Kepler is a fellow author currently working on a dystopian novel entitled Predators and Prey. You can follow Travis on Twitter at TravisKepler28. Question number one, relating to your craft... Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? If so, what was it? Travis responded, The first poem I remember writing was written in the third grade. It was about a veteran farting while receiving a medal and everyone trying to act like they didn't notice. The first time I tried to write a book was in the fourth grade. And it was basically my friends and I with medieval weapons and elemental powers that's funny that reminds me of uh two separate things the one of the poem and the guy farting when um he was in third grade the guy farting receiving a medal reminds me of Forrest gump remember the movie Forrest gump when Forrest gets back from vietnam and is receiving the medal of honor from i guess president johnson right would have been lbj and he asks him, or was it Nixon? I don't know. And he asks him, yeah, yeah, it was Nixon, because then they showed, like, the Watergate scandal thing. But I wonder if that was in the same scene. Yeah. All right. Um, and he asks him where where it was that he got shot, and Forrest just, like, pulls down his pants and, like, shows him his shot wound on his ass. <laughs> I don't know why, but... That reminded me of that. I guess the metal and farting and ass. That's funny. Oh, the other thing reminds me of a South Park episode that I don't remember too well, but I I just remember like the kids being like dressed up like medieval times type of thing or wanting to go to medieval times, like something like that. But that's pretty cool. I wonder if you still have like the, the actual poem or, or the story or something like that. That would be pretty cool. Question number two, what inspires you to write or create? And Travis wrote, so many things. I look for inspiration wherever I happen to be. Language fascinates me. 
And the fact that we can use it to capture intense emotions and the little ridiculous moments in life is, I think, so beautiful. I want very much to create beautiful things that touch people's hearts. And I think the best chance I have of doing so is is through my writing. I couldn't agree more with that. Well said. And he continues to say, sometimes I'll just get an urge to get something down or put a wonderful feeling to words and I'll set to tinkering around until I produce something that I like. That's pretty cool. I wonder if you do any free writing, which I will showcase some of in the next segment of this episode and is also featured on every free writing session episode of the Spun Today podcast. Now, what it is, and, you know, if anybody listening doesn't know, is literally pen to paper and you pour out your freely written thoughts, meaning anything and everything that comes to mind. And when you're in a state like that, like Travis mentions, sometimes he has this urge to get something down or to put a wonderful feeling into words. Free writing is excellent for that. It's almost meant for that. Aside from the catharsis that you get from just having that introspective outlet, it's a great way to flesh out ideas and feelings. And I feel, at least for me, is is more raw and emotional and less polished, yes, because, you know, it's just one take, you know, first draft, first thing that came to mind. You're not thinking about structure. You're not thinking about theme. You're not thinking about any of the tropes of a story or anything like that. You're just putting it out there, putting yourself out there, heart on your sleeve type of thing. I think it's a great way to get emotions out. So definitely try it if you haven't, if any of you that are listening have not. Question three, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And Travis responded, I have way too many irons in the fire when it comes to hobbies. I just tend to enjoy learning new things and getting good at them especially if it happens to put me in good company. Some of them include soccer, rock climbing, Super Smash Brothers, Melee, love the pro scene, cooking, learning foreign languages, and general travel. I like asking this question because I feel that different things that you do like bleed into each other and you get, even if they're unrelated, you get at times something that you can take from one experience and apply it to another one. And I think that's pretty cool. So I'm with you on a few of these things. Not the soccer. Not the rock climbing. Although it sounds kind of cool. But I don't think I've ever done any rock climbing at all. Except maybe in like PE class. You know, like gym class back in high school or something like that. Um, Super Super Smash Brothers I've never played. Cooking, I'm with you on that. Um, Cooking, baking. I tried doing, you know what I did for the first time the other day? literally what was it like two days ago a beef brisket and i slow cooked it there's a a cool recipe that that i found that was fairly simple um but i slow you know i made my own rub out of you know according to the recipe out of liquid smoke olive oil apple cider vinegar garlic powder onion powder black pepper cayenne pepper salt and dry parsley leaves and I made the rub out of that and, you know, rubbed it all over the brisket meat, which is, by the way, um, beef shoulder. Like, I was looking for, like, a meat called, like, brisket, you know, like skirt steak or something like that. I thought it was just called brisket, but it's just the beef sh- shoulder, which kind of worked out because it's, it's, like, a tough, um, cheap, cheaper, like, type of meat. So you get, like, a big-ass slab of it, like, a big hunk of it for i think it was like i think it was like eight or nine pounds was like 25 bucks 26 bucks something like that so it's kind of cheap and it comes out really good so you put this rub on then you just put in the slow cooker for 12 hours so i left it overnight i left it for a little longer i left it for 13 hours then i took it out and then i broiled it for about 10 minutes and the crust on the outside or the skin on the outside kind of gets a nice and charred not burnt but charred and um it was pretty good slow cookers though they tend to make the food taste like this abrio 
like um like it doesn't have enough seasoning i don't know what the word is in english for this but so you have to like over season so it was good but it definitely could have been better but it was cool simple and like tasty to make and i like using the slow cooker having something you know cooking for i like the idea of it of cooking for like such a long time makes me feel like i'm doing more than what i'm actually doing and um but i'll definitely next time i try it you know poke holes in the meat which my sister-in-law actually recommended and i think is a good idea because that'll like help tenderize it more or at least help it allow it to like soak up its juices that come out of it like in the slow cooker and probably make it juicier and let the seasoning like circulate through it or something and um i would definitely season it more like i'd over season it like i'd do the rub the same way but i'd probably like add more salt and adobo and um my other sister-in-law recommended like a sopita which is like this super salty like chicken stock um not stock but uh chicken bouillon i think it's called but yeah anyway so yeah (laughs) i'm into the cooking part also it's a it's a different form of creativity right that's all that is learning foreign languages i speak english obviously spanish and some portuguese so kind of sort of with you on that and like i have coworkers from you know polish coworkers, russian coworkers, and like i ask them like how to say like different words like here and there where when i overhear them saying something like i'll ask them what that meant or whatever you know some with you on that and general travel is absolutely dope. So 100% I'm with you there as well. Question four. How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Travis responded, I'm a recent college graduate. And though I was an excellent student, the immovable deadlines is what helped me get real work done. This is my way of saying that I'm still figuring this one out. I was struck by inspiration often enough during my busy college years to keep me happy with the progress on my creative endeavors, but the hope to someday make a living off of it necessitates more consistent productivity. So far, I've found that having scheduled sprints will help get the ball rolling as well as setting goals. I couldn't agree with you more. That's definitely... The name of the game, at least from, you know, successful authors that I follow that are making a living off their writing, which are not, you know, just like the big names like J.K. Rowling and Stephen King, but people like uh, Joanna Penn from the Creative Pen podcast, who has, I think, like 10 or 11 novels and another like six or seven nonfiction books, or a Stephen Pressfield or a Malcolm Gladwell. Robert Greene, etc., etc. It's about consistency, focus on your craft, focusing on bettering your craft, but actually being productive and putting work out there. I really like that idea that you mentioned of having scheduled sprints. That sounds pretty cool to get the ball rolling. I never really thought of it that way, but it sounds it sounds like you could definitely spark some writing and definitely get the ball rolling, like you said. Add more of like general, like a general schedule, like more so times that I know that I could write. Uh, Like right now with a newborn at home, it's mostly when I'm on the subway riding to and from work from the, the day job. That's a good time. You know, it's like an hour each way or sometimes like early mornings or late nights when I'm up with the baby, you know, just fed him, just like carrying him, burping him or something like that. And I have the Scrivener app on my phone, which syncs up to the computer. So anything I write on the computer is also on my phone or anything that I write on my phone is also on the computer, etc. That's pretty, pretty handy. And um, something else that I find effective is you know, keeping like physical track of your writing. Like I mentioned in, like I start off every free writing episode with my writing stats. And where that comes from is actually a tip that I got from uh, Jerry Seinfeld, not directly, but um, from an interview of his where somebody asked him about writing and how he, you know, gets him, himself to write and 
like what's his uh, r- routines like and he has a physical calendar as i do where he marks x's on each day that he actually wrote and then the x's next to each other in the calendar make like this chain he says like he sees like a chain like each x is connected kind of if he doesn't write on a day he doesn't mark an x he leaves it blank and then he winds up seeing that as like a break in the chain and it like irritates him to the point where he's that much more motivated to write and then once you know he's written for a few days in a row and you know worked on his craft and he sees like a long chain of x's then he doesn't want to break the chain so that motivates him to continue writing etc so i kind of sort of got that well i got like the general idea of like keeping track on paper of the days that that i write and don't write and to wait to like keep myself honest and what i do you know i don't like see it as like the chain thing and the x's i just do a, a checkbox if i wrote on a day and an x if i didn't write on that day and i want to see obviously more check marks than x's and as a way to keep myself honest i at the end of each month you know i, I jot down what the the numbers are which are the numbers that i share with you guys in the beginning of, of each episode and i also take a picture like a physical you know like picture of the calendar with the check marks and x's and i tweet it out along with the percentage and you know hashtag you know august 2018 writing stats or whatever follow me on twitter by the way at spun today but yeah that's that's something that's helped me at times get a bit you know kind of give myself a kick in the ass when i don't feel motivated to do what i got to do all right final question last and not least do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and travis wrote i'm not sure i'm in any position to be giving out advice in this field don't worry we all feel like that which is good i mean you don't want to hear some asshole be like yeah let me tell you exactly what you got to do do this this and that (laughs) all right uh he continues then to say but i would definitely encourage people to keep reading and writing when inspiration strikes them i love seeing casual stories that people are working on and have nothing but good things to say about the writing community as i have experienced it it can be really intimidating to see the amazing work that other people are capable of but that isn't a reason to be discouraged time and practice very well said travis i definitely agree that people should you know keep reading and writing when inspiration strikes them but i would also add which is something that i got from uh, steven's Pres- steven pressfield's book the war of art to also push through the times that you don't feel inspired to write and write anyways like sometimes you know in the morning i'm like sleepy and tired on the subway and i'm like i don't want to fucking write i'd rather you know listen to a podcast or a little music those off for like half hour if i have a seat more often than not i find myself actually like manning up and writing and for me it's like writing like the hardest part about writing is like starting it like starting to do it but like once you sit down to do it that's it like once you're in once you like crack that door open like you're good and you know i might you know squeeze out you know two or three paragraphs or maybe even one paragraph or a few sentences even and sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad but it's like working that muscle you know what i mean so you could definitely yield some positive results from getting past that patch of resistance travis thanks again for filling out the Spun Today questionnaire, which can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire for anyone listening on that would like to fill out their own and be featured in a future episode of the podcast. Again, you can follow Travis on Twitter at TravisKepler28 and look out for his dystopian novel entitled Predators and Prey. All right, let's read Yvette's responses. Question number one, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? If so, what was it? And Yvette responded, I remember in secondary school, high school, I wrote a horror story called The Disappearance. I was obsessed with horror stories. 
And I just had an idea and I went with it. I was writing part of it in my English class when my classmates asked what I was doing and asked to read it. They loved it. It was a real head swelling experience. That's pretty cool to have that type of experience. Either you're a natural, really good writer and or you had some really cool, non-douchey classmates. Either way, it's definitely encouraging to have support like that, especially when you're being vulnerable and putting yourself out there with something so like intimate, something that's so like a part of you, like it's something that came from you. Having it be accepted is is just a dope thing. And the fact that they loved it, even better. I remember in high school having a English teacher, uh, shout out to Miss Gitlitz, that used to assign these uh, things called lit logs, lit short for literature. And it was, you know, like, just like short passages based on something that we were like reading in class and, or just like writing exercises. She would always encourage me and always tell me how, how much she looked forward to reading mine. And I don't know if she told everybody in the class that or not, but <laughs> I definitely felt special. And that was uh, definitely encouraging. And she would like write back like these long paragraphs of feedback, not just like with technical things that I got wrong or like corrections, you know, misspellings and stuff like that, but just like commentary on my writing and, you know, stories of her own that my writing made her think about and triggered thoughts in her. And it's like, it's an encouraging thing when, again, you share something and it's accepted in a positive way. All right. Question number two, what inspires you to write or create? And Yvette responded, I started writing to basically escape reality. I create a new world, one where I wasn't unwell, one where I didn't suffer pain, and I often did escape. I get inspiration from the strangest places. I couldn't say for sure what actually inspires me, but I write mostly from experiences. First off, I'm sorry to hear that you were unwell and hope you're doing better. And if that's not in actuality and you are still feeling unwell and I don't want to pry or anything, but I hope that the suffering at least subsides and you are able to continue to find inspiration in the strangest places and take yourself away from those bad feelings. And I definitely co-sign on the inspiration coming from uh, experiences. That's a big thing, right? You know, living life and experiencing life to be able to take in and recreate through your creativity, your interpretation of different experiences. We're all a microcosm of life as seen from our vantage point. Question three, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And if I responded, I used to do a lot of photography. I mainly photographed models. I loved it. I don't do much of it anymore because I have a progressive condition which has worsened over the years. Another hobby I did but don't get to do anymore is scuba diving. I am a licensed underwater photographer. Sadly, I don't do either. So my main everything is writing. Well, I guess that there uh, clarifies my question from earlier regarding the progressive condition. And uh, very sorry to hear that it's worsened over the years. I have some exposure personally to uh, progressive conditions with my wife having MS, but it hasn't been, thankfully, anything that has debilitated her from doing something that she's passionate about. So... You know, although it is limiting in certain ways, it hasn't been to that extent. So I can just imagine how, how rough it is. And although you're not able to do the uh, scuba diving, which honestly sounds scary as shit to me. <laughs> I did snorkeling once and it was pretty cool, but I can't imagine like scuba diving and going like deeper than, you know, a foot or two below the surface. It's just fucking scary. <laughs> but... If you're into it, you're into it, right? I'm sure things uh, look amazing down there. 
and being a licensed underwater photographer must be must be cool i'm into photography as well but it's mainly like landscape photography and you know i'm like the guy to party with the camera you know trying to get active live images of of people so i don't have like the i guess like the same taste i guess for photography you can say in terms of like uh, photographing models but still i totally get that so yeah although you aren't able to do those things anymore i'm super happy that you still are able to write and how you say that your main everything is writing i think that statement in and of itself comes full circle in that like to me writing is everything writing is life writing is communication writing is books obviously writing is movies writing is tv shows writing is communication writing is love writing is expression writing is everything writing is coordination writing is politics writing is health writing is truth writing is lies writing is sharing so it's definitely dope that you have that question four how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to and if i responded this is a hard one for me when i'm not motivated sometimes i can go weeks without writing what has helped me recently is i started reading a book called the artist's way by julia cameron i'm gonna jot that one down and check it out thank you for that recommendation where she recommends doing a journal called the morning pages oh shit that's so fitting with the writing tip that we went over earlier i really feel that this helps me get motivated it opens my creative pathway for the rest of the day by writing away all thoughts in the morning that's so cool i'm sure you heard the writing tip at the head of the episode yvette but if you didn't because you found my voice annoying or boring and you just skipped ahead to this part uh, go back and listen or just check out the episode notes and there's some uh there's an interesting article by uh james clear uh, regarding uh just this uh journaling and different types of it that you might like and find helpful and i'm going to return the favor with a book recommendation called the war of art by stephen pressfield which is my favorite book and the book that pretty much got me into got the ball rolling for me in terms of of writing and i read it multiple times and each time you get something else from it but it's all about uh, resistance being this actual force that stops you from writing and in your case for example can't keep you weeks without writing it's a force called resistance that is actively doing that and it gives you like tips and advice on how to overcome that and actually do your work and again it's called the war of art by stephen pressfield which i will also link to in the episode notes and lastly question number five do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and yvette responded you are always learning so accept all advice and tips from anybody because you will never know when it will help you and i couldn't agree more with that don't believe that success will come and find you you really have to go and work really hard for it definitely with you there writing is tough really tough in those days where you want to burn everything you've written or give up on writing because you're quote not good enough end quote remember we all get these days we are all the same in that way and you are good enough writing is hard for everyone absolutely yvette thanks again for taking the time to filling out the spun today questionnaire i will be emailing you a direct download link for my book make way for you tips for getting out of your own way free of charge of course for taking the time to partake in the sponsored questionnaire you can use the link to download a copy of my book in any format that you'd like whether it be 
Kindle, iBooks, a PDF, whatever works best for you. And obviously, feel free to rate and review it if you enjoy it. Again, folks, if you want to thank Yvette for sharing with the Sponsor Day community, feel free to reach out on Twitter, which I link to in the episode notes. She is The Improviser, at The Improviser. And once again, she is Miss Writer, a.k.a. Y.L. Gorman, a.k.a. Yvette Gorman. Thank you. Next up, we have a sponsored a questionnaire response submitted by attorney and author Eileen Martinez. For those of you that may not know, Eileen is sponsored a alumni. She was the featured guest of episode 163. So definitely go ahead and check that episode out. We had a great conversation and she was kind enough to share her responses for the sponsored a questionnaire, which is any of you writers or creatives listening would like to do so as well, you can do so by going to spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Eileen published a book titled Daring to Love While Praying the Rosary. Her contact information, her social media, as well as ways to purchase her book can be found at eileenmartinez.org, all of which will be linked in the episode notes of this show. Now let's jump into the questionnaire. Question number one is, Relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? If so, what was it? And Aline responded, At about eight years old, I wrote a quote-unquote book about my mom with photos and all. How adorable is that, right? Then she continues, When I was in middle school, I won an award from the Anti-Defamation League for a letter I wrote to a refusenik in the Soviet Union. How cool is that? I remember in junior high getting like a a certificate for attendance or something like that. And I thought it was the shit. <laughs> Imagine getting an award from the Anti-Defamation League for something that you wrote. And for those of you who may not know what a refusenik is, luckily for you, I also did not know. And I paused and Googled it. <laughs> a refusenik was an unofficial term for individuals typically but not exclusively Soviet Jews who were denied permission to emigrate primarily to Israel by the authorities of the Soviet Union and other countries of the Eastern Bloc. And then Eileen wrapped up the first question by saying that when I was young, I always wrote letters to my aunts and uncles just to tell them how much I love them. And that's really sweet. I think we touched on that as well during episode 163 of the podcast. That made me think of, for some reason, writing thank you notes to folks. Like when you receive a birthday gift or a Christmas gift, and the parents make the the kid write a a thank you note to the person that gave them the gift. I don't know why exactly I just thought of that, but I'm making a mental note to force my kids to do that as soon as they're old enough to write. I'm sure they're going to love that. (laughs) Alrighty, question number two. What inspires you to write or create? And Aline responded, Love, music, ballet, beautiful scenery, and architecture. I like to write to make others smile. And that is probably one of the top reasons to write, right? To evoke emotion from folks. Love and music, scenery and architecture are definitely wells of of inspiration for me as well. Can't say I'm with you, Eileen, on the ballet thing. Pero, para lo gusto, se hicieron los colores. Right? I wonder if she does or, or did ballet. Or just draws information, uh, inspiration. I keep saying information for some reason. Or just draws inspiration from watching it. I'll have to ask her next time she's on the show. Question number three. What is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And Eileen responded, I play the piano. I embroider. Embroidery connects me with my abuela. Embroidery was my grandmother's profession before she migrated to the United States. After she moved to the U.S., she would embroider little things like handkerchiefs and give them to people as gifts. I keep her legacy going and do the same. It's a really tender and genuine connection that Eileen had with her grandmother. And we spoke about their relationship 
in the episode that we recorded. And I think that it's an amazing thing the way that she chose to keep her legacy going by getting into the embroidery and following suit with giving folks gifts. I actually have a few pictures up on the website of a few of the uh, embroidery examples. If you folks want to check it out, go to spuntoday.com forward slash podcast forward slash 163. That's the landing page for that specific episode. Question number four, how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Eileen responded, I swim. And when I cannot swim, I have to get the room in a mood. I buy flowers and set the stage for creativity. Sometimes when I cannot write, I jot down notes. And when I'm able, I keep a journal. Now, this is all great advice. And thank you for sharing, Eileen. Because even if doing these exact same things to motivate yourself to write won't work for someone listening, doing their versions of may definitely work. Like, for example, if someone's not into swimming or does not have access to to a pool or beach or something like that, their version of might be a bike ride or taking a jog or just exercising in general. Getting the room in a mood and setting the stage for creativity, like you said, is definitely something that makes a, a huge difference for me. And it's something that folks like Stephen Pressfield and Stephen King harp on as well, which is approaching the task of, of writing with a sense of professionalism, you know, carving out specific times when it is that you're supposed to focus on writing and not making the mistake of, you know, going on Twitter for a couple minutes or checking your Instagram feed or going through emails, etc. Like if it's writing time, it's writing time. And whether that mood setting includes buying flowers or lighting a candle or putting some background music on or waiting till it's late at night or early in the morning when everybody else is sleeping and you have quiet whatever it is that you need to do to set to set the stage for creativity do it and last but not least question number five do you have any advice for other writers creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and eileen responded you can do all things when you write from the heart do all things in a spirit of excellence. And that is also great advice. That first part of writing from the heart, I would connect to Aaron Sorkin's advice that we were speaking about earlier, where he says to write in, to find and to write in your own voice. And the second piece of doing all things in the spirit of excellence is not only great advice when it comes to applying that mentality to your craft, but also life advice in general, having a dignity about and an integrity about what it is that you're doing. I think that definitely shines through. Eileen, thank you once again for taking the time to fill out the Sponsored questionnaire. Folks listening, if you'd like to submit your responses so I can read them on a future episode of the podcast, please do by going to Sponsored.com forward slash questionnaire and once again you can check out eileen martinez's website at eileenmartinez.org which i will link to in the episode notes and that was episode 186 of the sponsor day podcast folks i want to thank once again steph armstrong travis kepler miss writer wild gorman and eileen martinez for taking the time of filling out a sponsor day questionnaire and sharing their creative insights with us. Please check out their respective websites and or social medias that I will link to in the episode notes of this episode as well. And if you, listener of the Spun Today podcast, would like to fill out a questionnaire of your own, please go to spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire and do so. You'll answer the five questions, choose if you want to remain anonymous or not, and then submit your responses, which I will read on a future free writing session episode of the Spun Today podcast. Thanks again for each and every one of you that listened to the Spun Today podcast. I really appreciate the hell out of it. Here are a few different ways you can help support the show if you so choose. Peace. What's up, folks? Tony here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I enjoy producing it for you. 
here are a few quick ways you can help support this show. You can support the Spun Today podcast by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. There you'll find my merch section where you can cop the iconic podcasts versus anybody t-shirt in a wide variety of different colors and all different sizes. Also, if you're into cycling, you can cop the super soft, comfortable, minimalist design Spun Today Bike Club t-shirt. Also available in a bunch of different colors and all different sizes. There are a few other designs of different types of t-shirts. Definitely go there and check it out. SpunToday.com forward slash support. It's the merch section where you can also get a dope coffee mug. I have coffee mugs with the brand new redesigned Spun Today logo on one side and the tagline that I end every show with on the other which is start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. The mug is available in both black and white because we don't discriminate here at the Spun Today podcast. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash support and check out the merch section. You can support the Spun Today podcast by checking out my writing. You can go to spuntoday.com forward slash free writing and check out some of my free association writing, which is intended to be some cathartic free writing, but oftentimes doubles down as motivation for myself and others. At spuntoday.com forward slash short stories, you can read a bunch of the different short stories that I've written and actually listen to the audiobook versions of those short stories there as well. Another way you can help support my writing is by going to spuntoday.com forward slash books and checking out what I have in store for sale. Digital copies are available in all formats, whether it be Kindle, iBooks, or a different type of e-reader. You can also purchase paperback copies if that's your preferred reading method. Currently available, I have my nonfiction, Make Way For You, which is a collection of freely written thoughts that were curated and put together as tips for getting out of your own way. Also available is my debut time travel novel titled Fractal. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash books to show your support. Support the Spun Today podcast by following me on social at Spun Today on Twitter, at Spun Today on Instagram. Please also check out and like my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Spun Today, and subscribe to my YouTube page as well. On my YouTube page, not only will you get these full length episodes, but you'll also get to check out some chopped up clips and bonus content. To get to my YouTube page, just search Spun Today on YouTube or click on any of the YouTube icons on the footer of my website. Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're listening. It really does help. The Spun Today newsletter is available to each and every one of my listeners absolutely for free. All you have to do is go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and drop in your email address. What I'm going to do is brighten up everybody's least favorite day of the week by delivering five curated things within my weekly newsletter every Monday at noon. You're going to receive a photo of the week, a recommended podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts from an array of varied interests. I cherry pick the very best ones so that you can check them out. I also share a video of the week, which can be anything from a tasty recipe to a dope rap battle to an enlightening TED talk. I also share a quote of the week. And finally, for my fellow wordsmiths out there, a word of the week so that you can step up your vocab. Again, this curated list is yours absolutely free by going to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and dropping in your email address and you can unsubscribe at any time. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe, drop in your email address and you'll get the very next one. If you want to help support the Spun Today podcast financially, you can do so by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. Here you'll find a few different ways that you can do so. You can shop on Amazon, but first go to my website, spuntoday.com forward slash support. Click on the Amazon banner, which will take you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It will not cost you anything extra, but I will get credit for driving traffic to their website. Another cool way that you can help support this show is through Patreon where you can set up reoccurring donations to my podcast, whether it be $1 per show, $2 per show, etc. And depending on how much you choose to pledge, you will receive some Patreon perks in return. Things like free writing pieces, free bookmarks, free digital copies of my books, etc. Again, my Patreon link can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. You can also set up similar reoccurring payments via my Ko-fi page, And if you want to send a one-time 
happiness bomb donation, if you will, you can do so via my PayPal link. Again, all of which can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. If you're a fellow creative, a cool way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast and actually be part of the podcast is by filling out my five question questionnaire located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here you'll find the five open questions related to your craft, your art, what inspires you to create, what type of unrelated hobbies you're into, and what motivates you to get your work done. You can choose to remain anonymous or plug your website and your work. And once you submit your questionnaire, I read your responses on a future episode of the Spun Today podcast. It's completely free at no cost to you. And what I like to say about it is that if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And as always, folks, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening. I love you, Aiden. I love you, Daddy.